1: trouble on the drum, beat out old trouble on the drum, and kick old trouble out the door, beat me that rhythm on the drum, beat me that rhythm on the drum, beat me that rhythm on the drum, and kick all trouble out the door, kick him out the dog.
0: Welcome to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program will be podcast the next week or so. Don't despair, it will be up. Now, I'm going to do something I'm going to regret for the rest of my life. I'm going to bring back an old guest from about four years ago. Obviously, the man's so inconsequential, you would have forgotten him anyway. But our guest today is Leonidas Leon Zembikis. Hello,
2: Good morning, Jay.
0: Or good afternoon, Jay. Good
2: afternoon. Good morning. What do you think this is?
0: This is a live program. Now, Leon, this is the first program for Radical Australia for 2021. And the reason I brought you on is because I like you. You know why I like you? You've been talking to my wife? No, I don't care what goes on in your bedroom. I'm not interested. No, the reason I like you is you've got a sense of humour. And the trouble over the last few years, is everybody seems to have lost their sense of humour. Now, Leon, I'm going to ask you some of the perfunctory questions and then we'll go into the uh, comedy skit. Now, Leon, what year were you born?
2: I was born in that famous year when man looked up (laughs) and people walked across the moon and they saw me. 1969.
0: 69. So you were born one year after the Paris... Riots. Mm, they brought yeah. the government to its knees. Yeah. The radical left. One year later. Now your parents weren't in you weren't a gleam in their eyes then, were you? Um, they weren't in Paris then, were they? Fro- they in weren't a, in Paris. They weren't in Paris. Uh,
2: they were in Little Old Melbourne.
0: Little old Melbourne. In Q. In Q are you a Melbourne boy? I
2: am. Well
0: this looks like a foreign name, mate. It's not Aboriginal, so where do you come from?
2: I I come from that uh nation-state yes. of uh, eastern suburbs
0: yes <laughs> yes,
2: and uh, you know, yeah. Tennyson Street
0: Yeah. so have your parents are they still with us?
2: no, mum passed away this year in April mm-hmm. Greek Easter Saturday and dad passed away in 1974
0: now I understand you. Uh, your mum's obituary appeared in the age is that correct?
2: Uh, published My Mother's obituary mm-hmm. in November.
0: Right. Tell us a little bit about your mum.
2: Oh, she was a little firecracker, five foot something little firecracker. Right. She uh, Worked as a you know, factory hand, mm-hmm. cleaner. Uh, she lost her husband only uh, eight years, no, nine years after they had married mm-hmm. and she had to raise my sister and I on her own, yeah. uh, with no literacy, no family f- around her, so she did a test, right. Uh but she was a little firecracker. She was loud, uh, boisterous, and she walked around with a big stick, and, I remember <laughs> for most of my <laughs> youth growing up.
0: You mean Leo the Lion was tamed by a little five-foot-nothing woman with a big stick, is that correct?
2: Yeah, Futinir, yeah, Futinir was a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah well, um, and you, do you remember anything about your dad or?
2: Oh, not much. I remember mm. him playing with us, mm. uh, hide and seek under right. the bed. Yep. Uh that were the fun times, the tough times, I also remember uh, the disputes between him and mum in the mm. kitchen mm. and not being able to pay the bills. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, oh, it's very hard.
0: It was very hard for immigrant families. People don't yeah. understand. I
2: about remember him being in hospital. I remember yeah. playing with my sister in the ward as he lay, pretty much dying in his bed, but mm. I wasn't aware that he was dying in his bed.
0: Right. Yeah. Talking about dying, it's uh, my father's 100th birthday today, 6th of January.
2: Uh, he would have been proud of you, Joe.
0: Well, I don't know if he would. He... Uh, he he actually died 25 years ago, but he died in 1995. But my mother had a confession. She's also died in 2004. She she had a confession. She told me he always he was always a Labour voter till the till uh, I think uh, the last federal election before he died when he voted Liberal. And she told me in hushed terms, she said, "I think he voted Liberal." Ah,
2: uh, well, there you go. <laughs> There's the connection. <laughs> That's what killed him. <laughs>
0: Could have been. It could have been. He couldn't have forgiven himself. Who that's knows? Listen
2: to all voters out there. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Some some voting habits are bad for your health.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what it was here. It was a voting habit. People would just, you know,
2: vote. They wouldn't think.
0: Now, Leon, you're my 2021 gypsy. I want to know what you think will happen in 2021. Not just in your miserable little suburb.
1: But the world.
2: (laughs) Well, look, it's looking good for the rich and powerful. Really? It's looking really good for the rich and powerful. Really? The shares are going up. Yeah, yeah. Real estate prices haven't dropped for the uh, rent seekers. Uh Um, Uh-huh.
1: I like uh, this. I like this. Keep going.
2: We're all all watching more Netflix and TV and drinking more grog, so Uh, uh, that's a real plus for... The uh, yeah. dividend for those people. So there's
0: no drugs in rock and roll anymore. It's just grog, is it?
2: Well, that's a drug, Joe. Come on.
0: What? Grog. You know, the
2: booze is a drug.
0: Your bloody homemade shit isn't a drug. Oh, no, no. It's a poison.
2: No, you run your vehicles on that.
0: That's <laughs> exactly. ethanol. It's, it's 95% <laughs> ethanol, if I remember yeah, correctly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So you don't think anything's going to change? You're not optimistic, mate. You're just one of these pessimistic sods, are
2: you? No, no. They're they're the real trends.
0: They're the trends. They're the trends. trends. Yeah, yeah.
2: The other flip side is that people are coming out demonstrating. The um, uh, rebellions, uh, the the young students, they're Mm -hmm. all positive trends. During COVID, heaps of people came out for Black Lives Matter. Those people Mm -hmm. haven't forgotten... uh, the discrimination and power indifferences in their society, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the election in America was positive. We, we saw an idiot get kicked out of office. It was close. I thought he was going to win, Trump I'm talking about. So they're excuse all me,
0: excuse me. Can, can I, can, look, I'm sorry. Uh, we don't abuse people here on this program. Look, you, you've, you've, you've been you've been disrespectful to people who are classified as idiots by comparing them to the president the current president of the United States of America so I'd like you to wash out your mouth with soap and water all right he's a narcissist he's not an idiot he's a narcissist oh, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. all right, it's all about him yeah well he's, he's, he's done one good thing and what's the good thing do you reckon well, the good thing is he hasn't dropped as many bombs around the world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and he's brought U.S. troops home, and you know, yeah. it's all about economics, obviously. But yeah. but he hasn't started any new wars, has he? He hasn't no, invaded Iraq again, you know. He sees the rest of the world as
2: a potential market.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that—a potential market. Hmm. I thought, you know, you know, you know why he's attracted to North Korea. I've got my spies in North Korea, believe it or not. You know, why he was attracted to North Korea. No, tell me, what does Kim say to you? Well, Kim will... What's his name? (laughs) Well, the North Koreans have got trouble getting hard currency because of all the blockades, Okay, Mm -hmm. So they're developing their border near South Korea as a great tourist resort, Mm -hmm. a self-contained tourist resort. And they've built all these massive buildings, but no tourists are coming. Mm -hmm. Now, Trump thought that he could actually manage that... uh, Huge tourist development for the North Koreans. Make a buck out of
2: it. Well, look, if that unites the nations, I mean, most South and North Koreans actually don't like what's going on. No. They'd like it to be a one unified country. It's only the ruling class and the military heads that are keeping it divided. Mm. And uh, when you look at the world as a potential market, why not? It All unites right. people.
0: Mm. So you're a neoliberal?
2: Not a neoliberal. Even under a socialist or anarchist worldview, where you want to drop hierarchies and power structures, Mm. it's all about uniting the world.
0: Well, it is. It is. It's about uh, breaking down borders. You're quite right. People think it's about nationalism and uh, isolation. It's not. Mm. I mean, anarchists were some of the first people who were out there talking about it, breaking down borders and uh, communities and all that type of stuff.
2: Mm. And global warming, as people are experiencing, know that there are no borders that are going to protect any nation. You're kidding. Not me, mate.
0: Leon, what do you know that I don't know? I thought we could just put up a big shield and protect ourselves.
2: (laughs) are you laughing? Hey, hey, are you laughing at me
0: there? Uh,
2: Joe, I'm not the only one.
0: (laughs) We can't put up a big shield?
2: No, no, can't put up a big shield, can't uh, rely on invisible gods, can't do any of that.
0: Well, and we can't even do a COVID-19 shield?
2: No, no.
0: You can't put a filter up to filter out the viruses?
2: No, can't. no okay. canary will save us.
0: We're all part of the same planet. We
2: sure are, You're and kidding. we have to realise that.
0: You mean all these sovereign nation states, over 206 of them, that these are all artificial boundaries?
2: Oh, spot on! You're kidding not me. Not at all. Not thought, artificial
0: boundaries. I thought they were etched in time. No,
2: you know? put up by the ruling class, drawn, uh, always changing. Always? Well, few. All right,
0: let's see how good you are, Leon. Leo the Lion. Now, the reason I'm not asking Leo about his life is pretty boring, so I want to ask his opinions. But what do you do, Leon, anyway, to earn a crust? Uh,
2: look for the last. 12, 15 years to turn across, I've been working for myself uh, in the building trade, domestic building
0: trade. Oh, right. So you're not a drug dealer?
2: No, no. All I can do is swing a
0: hammer. I'm a drug dealer.
2: (laughs) I know you are.
0: But I'm licensed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And and also, you walk around with a scalpel occasionally. Excuse me. Is that that
0: correct? No, 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 no. I'm I'm semi-retired. I'm a gentleman of leisure. The trouble mm. is you can't have any leisure. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? Ready? About me. Obviously, I'm I'm the Trump of 3CR. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. All right. Look, I've been stuck in Victoria for a year, working every week. At the height of the pandemic, I was seeing patients. I wasn't doing telephone consultations like every mm. other, almost every other doctor in this state. Hands on. Hands on, seeing patients, 716 Covid nineteen cases, and I was seeing patients. And, you know, everybody thought I was crazy. Mm. Never got Covid nineteen. Uh, everything out of steel, bounced off. Everything went well. You know, out of steel, but everything went well. And then I decided on the tenth um, of December. I said to myself, "Joe, you deserve a holiday." Mm. So I jumped in the car on the eleventh, drove to Sydney, took a Sydney Harbour cruise on the twelfth. Of those, went to the hotspots. Hang on, hang on. No, no, that wasn't the hot spot. No, I went to Bondi Beach. That's not a hot spot. Don't get me in trouble. Right. Did a Sydney Harbour cruise, drove back on the 13th. Three days later, the shit hits the fan. They found COVID 19 in Sydney, in the northern beaches. All
2: that stuff you left behind.
0: <laughs> Could have been. So I thought I better do the right thing. So I went and had a COVID 19 test and isolated okay mm. and negative uh, negative. and then i said no nah, i'm a doctor i've got to do it twice i must yep. do it twice so i did it on christmas eve and i get i get to do another test on christmas eve and i get a call from the health department saying you're not on our list why did you do another test and i said well you know i wanted to be 100 percent sure eh? and they said well as far as we're concerned you can do what you like so i went to christmas i went to christmas day i spent with the family in melbourne how lucky wow. can you get?
2: Well, that's, that's very lucky for you. I don't know about them.
0: <laughs> I was negative on the twenty fourth too, but a lot of people have been caught out. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, look, uh, Leon, you haven't been. I've, I introduced you as a failed comedian. I think. Oh,
2: that's not true.
0: <laughs> what? Well, you're not a comedian.
2: Um, I haven't failed at it. I haven't tried it you as a living. <laughs>
0: Okay, so so when you say you do, what made you become self-employed?
2: I could never hold down a public service or any other type of job because uh, I was always active in uh, politics. Uh-huh. It was difficult to hold down a job. You and mean, also, you, mean I,
0: you were blacklisted?
2: Well, I don't know about blacklisted, I don't know if it goes that deep, but when I was working for the tax office, so I was very union active, and also that generation where permanent jobs were disappearing and are disappearing. Yep. So it was always difficult to seek uh, constant employment. So I lost my public service job. A friend of mine, he's a builder and he wanted help to build a big house in uh, geez, in uh, Kilsyth. He asked me to help him. Yep. He said, if you help me on this job, you'll pretty much be qualified. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, Ooh. it was a huge house. Huge house. It's a bit. And he and I pretty much did all the work, ninety percent of the work. Only yeah. got a few other trades to do you know, some of the excavation we couldn't do. And
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you know and I helped him for a year.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well that's that's enough to learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a it wasn't like for a week or two. What was it like actually doing real work for a change?
2: I lost my soft hands. I lost my soft touch.
0: Did you? <laughs> so you couldn't shoplift anymore?
2: Oh no! No, <laughs> no I was always uh, uh, you know cash on the counter, but I lost <laughs> my soft. T- I lost my soft touch. I remember, uh, you work
0: for the tax department, mate. Don't 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 dig a hole for
2: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But look, I'll, I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. It was a brutal, uh, uh-huh. a brutal. 12 months, it was learning, I lost a lot, lots of weight, uh, I became fit, Ugh. I got used to using big power tools, mm-hmm. and it gave confidence, it gave me a lot of confidence to attempt things.
0: What, to destroy people's homes, to pretend you're a builder?
2: Well, you have to wreck things to create things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you really? And
2: after that, I went yeah. out on my own, I yeah. started getting jobs for myself, and...
0: That hasn't stopped. Hasn't stopped. So you've got a good reputation out there, is there?
2: Haven't advertised. I advertised once <laughs> on Gumtree. Yeah. Oh, that's a mistake.
0: Once. Mistake. Gu-
2: just once, and that was it. Haven't advertised since. Mm-hmm. Don't even have a business card.
0: No. Yep. Yep. That's the way to be. People just say, "Oh, he's all right. He's honest. You know, he won't rip you off." And that's the main thing, isn't it? With tradespeople. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that p- how you get your work, Joe?
0: What? Ripping is that people how you off? Get your work? Oh, oh, no, no you know people
2: at the local butcher shop talking about who's a good doctor or a good
0: surgeon well telling you about butcher shops i'm going to tell you a story you know i'm full of stories when you get to my age that's all you've got left is memories and stories right <laughs> i walked into a butcher shop <laughs> this sounds like a joke doesn't it <laughs> i think i forget i think it was chel- Seafiddle, one of those you know places down the sandbelt right mm. i walk into a butcher shop and uh, Never walked to this butcher shop before. And there was this bloke looking at me, one of the butchers, and I'm thinking to myself, this doesn't look good, you know. <laughs> he's going to come at me with a meat cleaver. What have I done, you know. And then he comes...
2: This, how did this bovine walk into this shop?
0: <laughs> exactly. And he's not dead. He needs to be cut up. And uh, all of a sudden he comes round. And he comes up to me and hugs me. Oh. And I'm going, what's going on here? I'm not going to argue if a man is a butcher. You know, he's got cleavers right. around the other side of the, the meat stall. He says, Don't you remember me? And I said, And I thought to myself, I said, No. He says, I was your patient 33 years ago and you saved my life. Oh, wow. And then I was about to say to him, But think of all the cows that have died at your hands.
2: That's
0: a good story. That's a good story, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't remember him. Yeah. Did you buy,
2: did you get free sausages or... No, uh, no, mate, I
0: never, I never, Uh, I don't do that. Uh, You know, you may be Greek, of Greek origin, you expect free sausages when you do a (laughs) renovation. (laughs) I pay my way. I'm not like you people, all right? (laughs) I always pay my way. Oh, good on you. It's just that they give me things in return, like uh, yesterday. All right, I did a day's work yesterday. Now, what did you think I came home
2: with? Uh, a day, after a day's work, so yeah, yeah. someone in your profession... Yep, yeah. uh, I teeth. do
0: home visiting, remember, I do home visiting. Yeah, right? gold
2: teeth?
0: <laughs> no, my name's not uh, um, Heinrich Himmler, okay? <laughs> gold, no, no, no. Four zucchinis, oh. three tomatoes, eight peppers, and a panettone. How's oh, that? Oh,
2: well done, some little <laughs> Italian lady's house. Well
0: done. No, 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 it was... Different people's houses, you know, people, this is how people
2: play. Oh, OK, different, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Well, G- don't you, doesn't that happen to builders? I'm self-employed, you're self-employed. Doesn't that happen? Yeah. To, don't they give you things from their garden?
2: Oh, look, uh, zucchinis and tomatoes are the currency I trade with. Yeah,
0: yeah. What, you grow them?
2: I haven't been paid cash for a long time. <laughs> haven't
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that a former agent or a former employee of the Australian Tax Office doesn't get paid in cash. I'm really <laughs> pleased about that. Now, let's get back to the real world, Leon. The real world, yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Now, I understand the, the you're one a, we all inhabit.
0: Yeah, now, I understand you're a member of a political party. Are you still a member of that party?
2: I am a member of the Greens, yes.
0: Paid up member of the Australian Greens.
2: Oh, my membership has just come up. Uh, I haven't paid it, but I will.
0: You will. Okay. Well, why are you a member of the Australian Greens? Uh,
2: I'm a member of them because I... I've been voting Green since 2007. Mm -hmm. When I uh, left the socialist uh, uh, party that I was with, Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't an electoral group and I decided to get active in electoral politics. Right. And since I was voting Green and uh, they were the most left political party, I joined them. Mm hmm And I've got to give credit to... Alex Patel, who was a yep, yep. Greens member in Durban, who had knocked them on my door numerous, twice, and asked me to become a member. Yep. So I must uh, give her credit uh, for that. Yeah,
0: well, that's a very t- sad tale with Alex's. I know, I know I've met her a number of occasions, and a uh, very sad tale, her and the party.
2: Yeah, she didn't deserve what she no.
0: got. I, I never understood what all that, you know, all that battle was in the middle of an, an election campaign. It was just grubby. It's
2: Grubby. Yeah, grubby. It's no different to other electoral politics of what we saw with Kevin Rudd, Julia Gillard, Abbott, Turnbull.
0: Personal ambition, do you think?
2: Yeah, ambitions, Mm.
0: uh,
2: priorities. People think they've been passed
0: over, that type of stuff. Yeah, all
2: that type of stuff, and different uh, agendas. Mm. And And, and historical uh, tit for tat things that existed before I became a member.
0: Right, right. And you're an active member?
2: Oh, very active, yes. Matt,
0: what does that mean? What does that entail?
2: Oh, what, what it means is, at uh, most branch meetings, the mm-hmm. ones that we had in person, uh, I'd bring uh, biscuits and cake.
0: <laughs> That's real activism. Filling people's oh, well, bellies. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing, you know. Uh, well, you're laughing at well, it. <laughs> no, we do the same thing at public interest before corporate interest. You know, people always bring food to a meeting. We don't allow them in if they don't bring any food. It's that simple.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the
0: Mediterranean tradition. Yeah.
2: You know? After the gastronomy is revolution. That's
0: right. <laughs> oh, God. Why uh, do you think the greens are treading water? Do you think it's... Have you got any ideas?
2: Uh, look, my view is that we're not going in hard enough. We're mm. not building local activists and community connections. Mm. Uh, we like those ideas, but we're yeah. not actually doing it. Uh, we're getting caught up with more uh, electoral success.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's about balancing the two.
0: Yeah, it was interesting when uh, Lydia Thorpe won the seat of uh, Northcote and then she lost it because the uh, ALP were running a Greek candidate who basically was able to rattle all those uh, local organisations' chains and had all those links. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then that actually paid dividends, electorally.
2: Yeah. It, it did, yeah. I mean, I door knocked for Lydia and spoke yeah. to a lot of people and the Greeks were voting for the Greek candidate. Yeah,
0: yeah. And,
2: you know, nationalism and heritage yep. plays a strong part. Yeah. And the links, yeah. Correct. Mm. And we have to, as people who are left of the LP, revolutionaries, uh, anarchists, we have to make greater links, those around us, and confidently argue an alternative economic base.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem, isn't it? There's, the, there's a lot of cultural change, but there's been all the political change has been the other way, concentrating power and wealth. That's, that's mm. just my opinion at the minute. It's just there's very few activists and organisations left which actually are actually campaigning against um, full policy change, not just cultural change.
2: Oh, correct. I mean, even the unions were disappointed in the 2019 election result and yeah. they put millions of dollars behind Bill Shorten yeah. and they were left flat-footed thinking, wow, what do we do now? Yeah. And they demobilised their workplace activists not to rock any boat. Yeah. Yeah. And political parties did the same. There are uh, activists within the Labor Party, uh, even in the Liberal Party. I've, date, you know, In the past, I've had Liberal Party people ask uh, me to join them because they reckon they needed someone to shake up their movement. Right. Uh, uh, you know,
0: as, as contradictory as that may sound. No, no, I'm, no. no, no. I mean, <laughs> all the political parties have got a major issue of membership, mm. especially active members. It's just it's not something that people um, think about as a viable alternative. They're more interested in yeah, you know, clicking. Yeah, out. and
2: and going back to the beginning of our conversation, mm. what's the uh, prognosis of twenty twenty one? And what? I said to the corporations again, richer, more Netflix. That's actually demobilising more people. We're actually going to we're going to find it harder to uh, build the activist percentage in our population uh, unless we do some serious uh, strategy work. Mm.
0: Well, you're right because. You know, activism is compartmentalised into kind of issue-orientated politics because it's easier to... See, capitalism can incorporate most issues. Mm. I reckon capitalism could even incorporate a treaty with uh, this nation's first people like they have oh, in yeah. New Zealand quite easily. Yep. It can incorporate gender equality, incorporate anything. The only thing it can't incorporate is people treading on its uh, economic toes. That's
2: Yeah, and that is who owns the land Mm. Who owns uh, the resources? Mm. That's the big question. Yeah,
0: and how how they're uh, held, how they're developed, mm. and uh, who benefits? That's the key. I mean, I keep saying, as you know, I keep saying we should be the richest organized, the richest country in the universe. We are, mm. but I just I can't believe I'm 69 now, and I started off on this journey when I was 16. And I cannot believe how my fellow activists have been incorporated into the system and now are the very people who spearheaded the uh, deregulation, privatisation, corporatisation, globalisation revolution, which we're now reaping the benefits of. It's just extraordinary how people change once their economic circumstances change.
2: Yeah, i will send it as well Now the great
0: thing about being self-employed is we're not like other activists who kind of live live in an isolated bubble and they wonder what's going on around them because they're only associated with people with like-minded ideas whether it's on the net or or personally we Mm. actually have to rub shoulders with uh, humanity So what do you think the major issues of the last uh, apart from COVID-19 were there any other issues apart from COVID-19 amongst people you work with? work for
2: oh, look even, funny enough even developers that i did some work for and mm. do some work for mm. even they had issues they, they didn't like the way that they had to constantly compete uh for the next deal mm. uh another italian guy who multiple property owner multiple kept on complaining to me that this economy is way too competitive he was financially secure and mm. yet, he still found it uh, obnoxious that every day you have to get up and compete. Mm. Uh, so, my role as an activist was to broaden the political view of these people, as I do, as I did at my workplace, as I did as a student activist, as I do with my local community, mm. and direct it somewhere. In the past, I had to direct it when I was a member of the socialist movement. Revolution. Join the join the uh, socialist and we'll create a revolution. Mm. We just need more on board. The basics, the basis of that is partly true. Uh, but now at the Greensite, it's easier because most people are focused electorally. That if you join a political party or shift your vote, that assists. Mm. So it's easier for me to talk to the property developers, the the house renovator in, you know, Elwood mm. on electoral politics than rather jump at revolution. So they're, they're my experiences. Mm. Uh, and I think people, whether they've been polite, um, willing to hear an argument. Right. I, I even work with people in, who live in Malaysia. I work with some people that I've only talked to over the phone. Yep. And yep. we're talking about COVID, what their experience there, how capital wants, you know, the crisis to sort of go away so they can keep trading. And then I related to how COVID is a consequence of exploring the environment and doing environmental damage. And yeah. uh, they yeah. can see that. Yeah. So it's how you make those glo- local and global connections.
1: Mm.
0: You know, interestingly, you know what the backbone of the uh, anarchist movement was in Spain during the revolution?
2: Uh, uh, w- w- was that the poor? I can't remember. I no, remember no, they... it, was,
0: it was self-employed people. Oh, okay. It was self-employed people who didn't employ labour. Because you're yep. like me, I don't employ any labour. Mm. You don't employ labour.
2: Occasionally, I do. Yeah, occasionally. I'll yeah, do. but that. Yeah,
0: but it's not. It's no, not, but it's you not. Haven't, part you of haven't, my you haven't got somebody you kind of pay. No, on a regular no. basis. Not See, and, and the thing is, if you're in that position and you don't make enough, you've got to work constantly. That's mm. where the idea of cooperatives and collectives, um, you know, people like waiters, barbers you know, hairdressers was very, very attractive to them because it actually means they could have had a a constant income Mm. and also have holidays, have a break. Mm. Because, as you said, I mean, competition has become so fierce in our society today, especially at the lower end, whether it's competing for, uh, you know, basic jobs where you don't get paid much or whether it's competing to be an Uber driver or whatever. it's, Mm. It's really destroying the fabric of uh, of our society
2: well it's limiting our world view you have to focus on that business or that skill you have to keep the either the meager income coming mm. or just to maintain that uh, high, even to maintain your higher level of assets you can't back off yeah. Like yeah. the most desperate people we have in our society are the billionaires to make a bigger rate of return desperate? Desperate people. <laughs>
0: well, they're desperate, uh, personally, but uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just find it extraordinary, and I'm sure you find it extraordinary. We have some of the richest mineral assets on the planet,
2: mm.
0: richest. Yep. Right, and we can't even look after the basic needs of this country's First Nations people because these resources have been given away.
2: Well, you had to. Kick
0: the indigenous people. You have to brutalise them to take it. Yes, you know, I'm the still, mining industry. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about now. disadvantage ta- go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm talking about now how governments have actually, instead of developing the resources themselves and us actually enjoying the benefits with uh, First Nations people, we give it to a corporation or a billionaire and say, go for it and. Uh, if you pay, if you don't pay taxes, we don't care. As long as your employees pay taxes, and maybe we'll get a, a bit of royalties down the road. It's just just extraordinary.
2: Just well, extraordinary. That's, yeah, that's the mentality of the private sector. Can do things better, mm. and mm. things aren't state owned. Yeah.
0: Well, the private sector did things really well during the COVID nineteen pandemic, and they continue to do things well. well what I loved, what I loved, I tell you what I love, and you'll love. The, I'm sure you'll love this too. Is uh, mm-hmm. is CSL getting a billion dollar bribe? from mm. the federal government to stay in Australia for another 10 years. <laughs>
2: oh, I don't remember reading that, really. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, look
0: I can't believe it. 1914, mm.
2: 1914,
0: all right, that's a yeah. hundred and what, seven years ago, yeah. the government created CSL because mm. vaccines were starting to be something. And they thought, this is a important asset. We need a public institution, right? Mm. 1996, your favourite prime minister. Lieutenant
2: Sold I remember no, that. Hang on,
0: no, no, no! You can't blame Kennedy. He was only a state premier. Nineteen ninety-six, your favourite prime minister, Mister Keating. Oh, Keating, yeah. Sold, you know the 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 spearhead of the uh, deregulation revolution. Mm-hmm. Sold CSL for two hundred ninety-four million dollars, right? Mm. Two thousand and twenty, pandemic. Mm. CSL, which is privately owned, and lists the shares listed three hundred twenty dollars each and they were floated at $2.97. I remember, yeah. Mm. Right. Says to the federal government, uh, we may not be here in a few years' time because of competitive pressures. So Mr Morrison, late last year, gives CSL a $1 billion grant, taxpayers' money, to help them build a new building in order to stay in Australia for another 10 years.
2: Really? The building going up here in Broadmeadows was... Government money, grant. Because yep. I'm watching that building go up. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Six hundred and sixty to go. That another three hundred and forty. You know, it's just extraordinary. A but you call
2: one. it a grant. That means
0: they have to pay it back. No, 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 no. no. Just a grant. There you are. It's not a loan. A grant.
2: Grant.
0: Yep. To keep production of essential vaccines and serums in Australia. Mm.
2: Yeah, like a... And this, this is the
0: whole. This is the story all along the. You know, you hear all all the time. You know, you privatise the ports, you privatise the airports, you privatise the essential, you know, electricity, you privatise gas, you partially privatise water, and it just goes on and on. Mm. And obviously, you, as a self employed tradesperson, you have benefited, haven't you? Well, I
2: haven't done any work with CSL, and I haven't. No, no, no but I mean, I mean,
0: I mean, I mean, I'm being facetious. Your electricity prices have dropped. Oh.
2: <laughs> No, it hasn't benefited. It hasn't yes, benefited that's what I'm trying to tell you.
0: You haven't benefited from all this privatization. No, it hasn't but we benefited. did this for you, for you self-employed, you know, business people.
2: Road tolls are going up. Uh, all the prices of utilities went up. Uh, it's been shown to be a, a failure. Uh, You're kidding. No, even Krugman and Stiglitz and the uh, Strain Institute, the economics, the left-wing economics uh, think tank, have prevent, provided. Documents that uh, research that show
0: that. Yeah. What I was, what I thought was funny is when we privatized the ports here in Melbourne, the uh, Andrews government. Mm. It, six months later, charges, port charges went up two thousand percent. No, no. <laughs>
1: absurd
0: <laughs> And uh, uh, you know, pri- wonder what's happening with the the uh, titles offices have been privatized. Do you know that?
2: I remember there were, they tried to do it a few years and they've ago. They've done so it successfully now. Against it,
0: they've done it. It's been privatized in Victoria, the Titles Office.
2: Titles, yeah, yeah. Okay. Could you imagine
0: every time you apply for something, the fees they're going to charge?
2: That I, didn't, I thought there was a backlash against it. I don't
0: really like no, that. No, no, no. They privatized it. Bang. Yeah, you know, COVID nineteen. There's a lot of things you can do under COVID nineteen you
2: wouldn't get away with normally. Well, it's not even a competitive department. It's no. one. That's absurd.
0: It's like the uh, ports, you couldn't say. I mean, it's the most busy port in Australia, busier than Sydney.
2: Melbourne. And that's under a Labor, a state Labor government. Well, that's what I'm saying, mate. Yeah, they have no mm. idea. Mm. I mean, Daniel Andrews' is uh, you know, career up rush, he, he never had a real job in his life, so that's all he knows. What well, that's doing. the
0: tragedy, isn't it? And mm. With all the political parties, and I'm, and I'm seeing it with the Greens, as you suggested, that uh, there are people who their job is to be a politician. They go to university... Then they get, they're get assigned to some politician and then 10 years later they're actually put up, pre-selected for a safe seat.
2: Yeah, yeah they call that a career. I want to a be career. a career politician. Oh, yeah. yeah, career. absurd. The whole notion of that is absurd. Yeah. It means you're, they're yeah. always disconnected from the real economy.
0: But at the end of the day, you can't blame, I don't blame governments because in Australia it's not as if they're appointed. We actually do have the power to change them. We do have that power, but we don't. We, do, yeah. we yeah. don't do it for a
1: variety of reasons.
2: Mm. Well, that's why we have political parties or movements mm. that are to the left of the Labor Party, and mm. to even to the left of the Greens that are activists and revolutionary.
0: Oh, and... Leon, Leon, you're making me depressed. I thought we were going to be optimistic today. You're making me depressed. I
2: oh, don't be. Well,
0: look. You're making me
2: depressed. That is optimistic. There's a the Extinction Rebellion students, a lot of them haven't joined the major... Well, it's not program. much of a
0: name, Extinction, is it? You know, they're going to be extinct before we know it.
2: <laughs> no, that's the name of what we're doing to the other species around us. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> but at the end, that means we're going to become extinct.
2: Well, one leads to the other, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Ooh. they know that, young students, young people, a lot of people know that. Mm. And that's why there's a loss of faith in the electoral and political... Uh, party systems here and around
0: the world. Yeah, but we don't see that translate in our direction. It's a translating in the haters. It's the Not haters yet. who have benefited in Australia. It's the hate parties. It's the parties that rely on our divisions.
2: Yeah, the right wingers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't
0: use right and left. I think that's that's bullshit terminology, Leon. I thought you'd have more brains
2: than that. Well, in the political sphere, left and right still has a valid uh, identification. Nah, nah, nah.
0: What's the difference between a Labour Party and uh, apart from their uh, cultural agenda, they both got the and the Liberal Party. They've got the same economic agenda.
2: Yeah, but the Labour Party is still connected to the unions, and they still want to see a, a, a bigger slice of the profits go into wages. That's the difference.
1: God, Leon, and, when
2: it, it,
0: when when did you wake time, up? Your name should them. be Rip Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> I mean, oh, that, that, looks like you woke American up fifty years own. later. Come on, the 70s are over. Those days are over. I mean, the Labor Party manages the unions.
2: They do, yes.
0: I mean, you know, it's just... Uh, come on, Rip Van Winkle, come on, come into the 21st century.
2: Uh, and I know sadly McManus was shocked when the 2009 election result happened. I was shocked and thinking, we just blew over a million... Oh, I don't know how many millions they blew. They thought this, went, this money went nowhere. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, it
0: may have been six million. I can't remember what the figure was. Oh, well. Yeah, Well, but the, the trouble is, you know, um, unions have now been successfully legislated. Uh, I, I just love the days when we talk about the Chinese. Mm. The Chinese and the Chinese Communist Party and how horrible it is there. And then I, I like to compare. Now, you know that an outside an enterprise bargaining agreement periods that strikes are illegal in this country. You know that uh, trade unionists cannot, organisers cannot go into sites? Uh, Some can if you have the uh,
2: access. uh, Very few. Very few, yeah. Very few. If it
0: wasn't the CMFU, nobody would actually have any access. Mm. And it goes on and on. I mean, trade unions are basically there to a significant degree, just basically, you know, uh, they just manage what few workers they've got left. I was in the... um, I was talking to a senior member of the uh, AWU Australian Workers No Australian Metal Workers Union. I forgot AWU. I forgot who it was. Yep. And they said they're at the stage they've got so few members now because of the reduction in con- in manufacturing that they're thinking of selling their headquarters mm. to pay their debts. I mean, it's just. But we've allowed all this to happen. It's not the politicians' fault because, as you said, you get career politicians. They've got no experience of real life, mm. and, and people just go out and you know and just tick a box or put a number in a box and say, well, that's politics. I vote every three years or every four years, and I'll wait for the next election. Yeah, but so what do you a, think politics but a, is?
2: But crises always bring up change. Yeah, but sometimes
0: you get negative change.
2: You do. Yeah. Uh, because if you've got no
0: organisation in the community and you have a crisis, you'll always, people will flock to strong leaders and people will offer you simple solutions.
2: Blame, blame, blame the Asians, blame the Arabs, blame the terrorists. Yeah, that kind of rubbish. Yeah.
0: yeah. And if that, if all else fails, you can always blame the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. That's the yep. beauty about living in Australia. Yeah.
2: Yep. If all
0: else fails, yeah.
2: Yeah, you always blame the Doll bludgers or yeah, yeah. make some other uh, yeah. uh, victim pay for it. Yep. Yep. Uh, now, who's been negative? You are. Not me.
0: Now, I'm just saying. I have said continuously that that cynicism. Pessimism is their life force. As, oh, yeah, a, yeah. As long yeah. as the population, as long as people feel pessimistic about any change and they feel depressed and they feel disillusioned and cynical, these people continue to be re-elected election after election and all they do is they just see their superannuation contributions grow and grow. Yeah, I
2: know. They just wanted a, a pay rise the other day. and Did they? Got it. Yeah, they did. I don't know. I missed that back? one.
0: How can, how, how can I miss that one? <laughs>
2: uh, oh, you told me you don't read the papers. <laughs> <laughs> I do you missed that
0: one. <laughs> I used to read the papers, but I've, uh, I've given up. I've given up. I tell you what, COVID-19 has done something that I was never able to do at 3CR. Uh,
2: I'm curious.
0: Well, on a number of occasions, I put up a uh, resolution to the uh, committee and even at the AGM, which was voted down, that we stop buying, and the key word stop buying, B-U-Y-I-N-G, the Murdoch garbage. Wow. You know, the Herald Sun and the Australian. Yeah. And used to come in every day to be delivered, and 3CR would pay for the privilege. And they said, our breakfast teams need to be able to read it so they know what the opposition, how they're thinking, what they're doing. Now, I argued vociferously against this, and usually I was the only one who'd uh, vote to get rid of it. COVID-19, I walk into 3CR, no Herald Sun, no Australian in the pigeonholes. Well, it's yeah, gone. So you thank wanted. you, COVID-19. You have saved the staff here at 3... Not that they ever read it, but you've saved the volunteers at 3CR mm. from having their brain rotted. Yeah.
2: Well, COVID-19 has highlighted that... We can do many things differently. Like what? We don't have to. All millions of people, workers, go into the city at a work station. Mm-hmm. They can work from home and spend time with their family and yeah. be in their own home. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that all that travel, saving all that pollution, CO two.
0: And how about and those uh, poorly paid, non unionised contractors who deliver shit to us? They've 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 prospered, haven't they? They have prospered. That, that that's, that's a big plus, isn't it?
2: Well, they not a not a huge plus. <laughs> no plus at all, mate. At all.
0: It's no plus at all. Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to ask you. A, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Nobody listens to Radical Australia, so you can answer this honestly.
2: Okay.
0: Have you ever used an Uber taxi? Never. Good boy. Have Never. You, hang on. Have you ever used an Uber delivery? Never. You're one of my type. I Never. speak to people, and they just look at me. They think. What's This bloke's off the planet. Have you ever used one of those automatic page things at the supermarket? Never. Leon, how Never. old are you? Um,
2: 51.
0: What's wrong with you?
2: Heaps. <laughs> I've got a long list. My neighbours have even got a longer list.
0: Your neighbours. <laughs> I remember I, I rang you to see if you were interested in coming on uh, this show and your neighbours were there and they were... They were drinking your whiskey, mate.
2: <laughs> That's right, yeah. What were they <laughs>
0: drinking your whiskey for? Couldn't they even bring whiskey along? <laughs> I can't believe it.
2: <laughs> you, don't, you don't accumulate wealth by uh, using your own resources. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Leo the Lion. Yes. Yeah. What got you um, kind of down this activist path? You know, most people go the other way. They want to accumulate wealth. You're just paying your bills if you're lucky, mate. What's going on with your life?
2: Oh. Uh, Oh, look, I, I was brought up going to church.
0: Yeah. You're going to Under blame course. the church now.
2: Oh, no, I'm not going to blame the <laughs> church. Church has elements of uh, educating me in mm. terms of uh, right and wrong, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, mum had that education. Mum's life experience of being, you know, a, a girl in a village, not worth as much as a boy, being sent off to work at someone's uh, house as a house girl. Mm doing their dirty jobs. Yep. Uh, that was politics. Yep. She translated that to me. And I guess going to school, being curious. Being curious is a very important one. If you're not curious, you're not going to uh, search for answers and a uh, reason. And when I had some jobs, I was exposed Some men uh, were mentors in my life, Mm -hmm. Uh, be it in, you know, Buddhism or, you know, class politics from working in Holden. Uh, They helped. That was when I was a teenager. And then I went to uni and I was exposed to those lefto lefto pinkies trying to sell you the newspaper. Right. And then I started reading those newspapers and I thought, oh, there's some merit in <laughs> <those>, these arguments.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, but, but, but. And,
2: uh, uh, and reading those newspapers and having arguments with those people, then going to their meetings and then going to other public forums and learning how to debate.
0: Yeah, but Leon, what you've done is what most migrant kids don't do who do, who do well. They forget um, where they come from. Have you noticed uh, that? Yeah. How people yeah. forget the struggle of their parents and they forget where they come from. Yeah. And they just, you know, accept all the goodies and think that's the way it should be and then they take on uh, the attitudes of the ruling classes, I've noticed. Yeah, that,
2: that's mean, the aspirational mentality.
0: 99%, 99% of my colleagues would have gone down that path. They've, even those that had a tough upbringing mm. talk about dull bludgers. You know, mm. they, just, they just forget. They conveniently forget where they come from. And I think that's a big issue.
2: And yeah, you got the language of the conqueror yeah. and you want to line up with them.
0: Yeah, Look, I, I had a little recollection when you were talking about your mum being sent to be a housemate as a young girl. Mm. Now, I come from a very unusual family. And my grandmother, who I never met, had died before I, uh, at 14, was sent to uh, be a housemaid at the house of my very, 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 very rich great-uncle, and she was given mm. some very good advice before she went. She was told never to eat or drink anything at the house. Yeah. Why do you think?
2: Oh, because she would always be indebted.
0: No. No, no, it's worse than that. Right. It's worse than right. that. Right.
2: Not to eat, not not to eat her own spit when she spits. Not
0: no, 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 no. Worse than that, mate. My great great uncle was known locally as the poisoner. Oh, really? He had he had seven wives who all died in mysterious circumstances. Wow! Because he was shooting blanks, and you know they he wanted a male heir. Wow. So if it didn't work out, he'd just get rid of the wife. But in those days, we're talking about, you know, the uh, late 19th century in Sicily, if you were rich and powerful, you could do anything you liked.
2: Oh, yeah, Mafia State.
0: No, no, it wasn't anything to do with the Mafia. It was the rich and powerful. It wasn't the Mafia. It was the no, rich was and
2: that, powerful. No, but they had that behaviour and that <laughs> yeah, mentality. There was no justice.
0: Yeah, there was no justice. That was the mentality. You could do what you liked if you had money. Mm. And unfortunately, and the reason I, I've mention the story is we've got the same attitude today people who are rich and powerful basically do what they like and there's no consequences none whatsoever
2: yeah correct
0: yeah it's uh, it, it's just horrendous no. now yeah. as you're a wise guru and you mentioned the word buddhist at some stage in your uh, summation about what shaped your life have you got any um, ideas about how to change people
2: my personal experiences are that one has to be able to change themselves.
1: Right.
0: So you've got to change yourself first. And how did you change yourself?
2: Oh, just by questioning, uh, debating, mm-hmm. testing, and having a memory. Having a memory is important. Like Karl Marx said, if you, if you don't have a memory, you just repeat things. Uh, so well, I hate important. to
0: tell you this. A lot of people have said that before Karl Marx, but that's another story. But go oh on. yeah, no doubt <laughs> even the
2: Greek philosophers have said it too. Exactly. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And but uh, that's the beauty
0: of the 21st century, isn't it? We have uh, such a rapidly changing society, changing from second to second because of technology. We oh, have yeah. we have no memory about anything, let alone what happened five minutes ago. Oh yeah,
2: our memory is diminishing. We're, yeah. we're we're only thinking of the immediate. Mm. And that's that's real negative, not only for the big picture, but even our own personal relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's a consequence of the rapid pace of transactions, the capitalist transactions of global trading. And the, the clickbait, Facebook and Google, who rely on us to have a short attention span to click onto their ads and lifestyles, rubbish to buy and what I find is longer conversations big picture of politics discussion with your neighbours and then try and funnel that alliance because it's about building alliances with those around us and if we don't build alliances with those around us whereas equally it's atomised and uh, compartmentalised ourselves And those alliances have to be broad, with the anarchists, the socialists, the Greens, Labor Party people, the Buddhists, everyone. There are philosophies that we can all uh, agree on, elements of, and it's making those connections and moving for an alternative to the capitalist power structures that we live under. So that's how I try to interact with my neighbours. Okay. Mm. Big have, language, little language.
0: Have you been banned yet?
2: Oh, look, uh, <laughs> Joe, my neighbour, once ripped ripped the very lettuce and uh, vegetables he gave me after a big argument with him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, now, just in case. And, the,
2: and then he, yeah. then about ten minutes later, he knocks on my door to give it all back and apologise. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, well, it's the heat of the, heat of the battle, that's all right. But uh, just in case we have a listener under 20 listening or 25, have you got any oh, yeah. any advice for young people?
2: Oh, well, look, uh, at the New Year's party. Uh,
0: you had friends. a New Year's party. Happy there only 15 people there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. B- good. Uh, a bit more because we're outside. All right, okay. And there was uh, Jonah, a young 15 or 16 year old, mm-hmm. who I only met that night. And we made connections because one of his schoolmates is one of my street uh, neighbours' kid. Mm-hmm. So we made those connections. And he said, I want to be in politics. And I said to him, every day of your life needs to be about politics. Because politics is you and how you interact with your neighbour, the shopkeeper, with your schoolmates. And we hit it off. He got it. He got it. And that's a 16-year-old.
0: So he's not going to join the Liberal Party. I don't think so. Right. Okay. Well, you know, they want to be in politics. They want to be. Maybe you were thinking you wanted a career in politics.
2: He he got it. Yeah. He, yeah. he looks at career politicians and the politicians we see on TV, yeah. and he does not connect with them. No,
0: no. And that's the problem. Connection, isn't it? But you you've got to mm. do something. Look, Leo the Lion. Leo, yes. Leonidas. Leonidas. <laughs> yeah. I. It, 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 that's
2: my. That's stamped
0: in my birth certificate yeah. and i just don't use it yeah it's ambiguous all i can why don't you use it are you ashamed of it or something um no i
2: just don't know it's, uh, it's always been leon yeah. at school
0: and yeah, yeah you've been australianized mate you've yeah,
2: yeah. been australianized you're not, yeah, r- man, not willing
0: to use your real name it's like me <laughs> they call me Goff, joe
2: Golf william once said that to me i met him at <laughs> me and he said oh uh leon uh, Leonidas. that's That's about the lion, you you know, you
0: should be proud of it. (laughs) Yeah, you should be proud of it, that's right, he's quite right, old Goffey, because, see, my name's not Joe or Joseph, it's Giuseppe, and your (laughs) name's not Leon or Leo the lion, it's Leonidas. Look, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I mean, we can't say we've actually, you know, shook the world, but at least it's a pleasure talking to you, because obviously you're out there, you're making a buck, you're looking after your family, you're looking after mm. your friends, and most importantly of all, you're looking after your community and you're making a contribution. So, and
2: that's, I hope, what we can all do.
0: Mm, mm. And that's what, as you said, that's all what we can do. But we need we need to shift, as you said, into policy, 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 yeah. and look at the economic framework, because without those major shifts, it doesn't matter how many cultural changes we make, we're not going
2: to make fundamental changes. Oh, no, changes. we need to be... Right. Warriors. We need to be working-class warriors in right. our politics. And that means being clear right. that we have to get rid of this system.
0: Working-class warriors. I don't like that. I, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just somebody... I'm just an old bloke trying to make a difference. Oh, oh yes. That's what, that's what I am. And you're, you're a middle-aged bloke trying to make a difference, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think of it that way. Warrior, you wouldn't last one minute on the battlefield... Yeah. Oh,
2: no, we won't. No, no we, we no. haven't got the guns. We haven't got the training.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. cannon uh, fodder. In the old days, we would have been cannon fodder, like my father was.
1: Cannon yeah, fodder.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remind those old uh, migrants that, you know, yeah. our past relatives were the cannon fodder. Yeah. yeah, And the first ones that left Italy were the ones that had the least opportunity there, yeah. or Greece, or wherever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, well, look after yourself and look after your community and keep building. We need people like you uh, to change the world, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. All the best. Thank
2: you, Joe. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate your efforts. All the best. Thank you, Joe. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.